Hi everyone, welcome back to Our Hollywood. I'm Daniel. I'm Kim. And today... This is Our Hollywood After Dark. It is 9pm. Yeah, I don't... Have you recorded this late before? No, literally never. We've recorded (laughs) max like 6pm and that was already a I'm surprisingly fine for being like doing things all weekend. Me too. I had Dunkin' Donuts like a couple hours ago, so I'm fully caffeinated right now. And also I'm like, I have Oscars high right now. Yeah, Daniel said the Oscars are really good. So, okay. Well, first of all, I've never said that in my entire life. Yeah, literally. Very clear about that. So, first of all, this episode is behind the curtain dissecting celeb or singer documentaries. Yeah, like pop stars. I think most of them are pop stars. Yeah, I would consider all these people pop stars. Um, Maybe there was a country singer that had a documentary, but you know that's not relevant to us. So, sorry about that. (laughs) You can't do everything. You know, <laughs> Taylor Swift is technically a country artist sometimes, but like in this, in the in the documentary, it's like when she's like in her um, pop girly era. Yeah, pop girly era. <laughs> um, uh, but for a pre-show right now, Daniel is fresh off of watching the Oscars, mm-hmm. and I was busy all day until now. Yeah, um, I, what I, I had to contribute is thoughts on red carpet because I did that. Okay, while you were watching. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do, do your red carpet roundup. Kim's red carpet okay. roundup. So, let me. I took screenshots. First of yeah. all, Timothy Chalamet ate, yeah, ate the fuck up. And then in one of the videos I saw of him, like, okay, first of all, he's like, I feel like he's in his true Willy Wonka era. Like he's already creating hype around Willy Wonka. Oh, okay. Because that was like the shape of the suit jacket that he was wearing, and he right. didn't wear anything underneath. He had a Fun. long necklace, and I was like, yeah. oh my god. Because I don't even like Timothy Chalamet like that. Like, I can appreciate that he's attractive. Like, I'm not blind. But, like, personally, like, I mean, like, I don't know. The way I, like, categorize it is, like, hot, hot, and I would date, hot, and I would, like, pipe, you know? Okay. And then <laughs> and hot I'm and you would kill. I'm not sure where <laughs> Timothy Chalamet fall, falls on that for me. But okay. maybe today it's, and I pipe. <laughs> because. Okay. Thank you for letting everyone know. Because. Um, no, I think we know. I think anyone who saw that picture knows why. Like, I don't no, think you but need I'm to... saying, okay, so I watched this video. Okay. And it was him walking and, like, the back of the jacket, oh. like, high up. And, like, seeing his lower back did something for me. Okay, we, <laughs> we saw his little back in Doom. But did not we? in this context. We did. He was shirtless and when he wakes okay, up. Okay, no, I don't know. It was, like, a little tease today. No, it Oh, 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 today. So it was and a different presentation of the lower back, and right. I appreciated this presentation of it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> right. And that's it. For- <laughs> I, liked, I liked the Amelia, who is the star of Coda. I okay. loved her dress. She had, like, this dramatic cutout. Okay. And it's kind of like a champagne-y color. Oh, that's fun, yeah. And she just looked fucking good, and I appreciate yeah. it. Um, who else looked good? Maya Rudolph looked also, good. I love Amanda. I like how you have to do this on here because they banned your TikTok. Yeah. For the view, for the <laughs> listeners at home, Kim got banned on TikTok. I, if I don't get it back thing. next week, I'm literally going to kill myself, I think. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I'm getting really depressed about it because like, at first I was like, it's fine, it's fine. But TikTok is so slow on getting back to you about things. Yeah. And it's just like... Tomorrow I have to check in with the person okay. that I'm talking to about getting it back. You, oh, right, <laughs> Anyways, right, right. 
Um, Maya Rudolph, she's like wearing this orange muumu with like a. I just love this type of feather trim. Mm, she ate okay. yeah. for Maya Rudolph. Who else? Zoe Kravitz. There's a lot of blush pink on the red carpet this um, time. Also red. There's a lot of red. I was like, oh. Yeah, and I just think I really like this Zoe Kravitz thing because I feel like we always see her in like super sexy, like edgy looks, mm. and she was like pretty in pink. And I love. She's like, I'm at the Oscars. I'm at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Martin Scorsese, cast me. Or Steven Spielberg. (laughs) I liked Olivia Coleman's dress. I love a pleat. I love a metallic. Um, I love Jessica Chastain's freaking outfit because Uh it's so Tammy Faye. Yeah. Yeah, So Tammy, she was on theme and I really fucking appreciate it. Also, my room is like definitely darker because there's one light out and now it's starting to bother me. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal, love it. Very asymmetrical, like a T, but I love the little. Oh, I don't even think I saw that. Period. Thingies. I think they're roses. I don't know what they are. Um, who else? I love Moreno's little hat piece. Who? Rita Moreno. Oh Which yeah, like this little hat. <laughs> I love kind of Rita a vibe. Moreno. I'm inspired. Yeah. Um, and for men, Cody Smith McPhee eight. Um. <laughs> And Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield also ate. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I love that little, like, it's like that, what's it called? Like, when it's like a really deep red that it's almost black, like, like ox blood or something yeah. like that. Like, it, it's just really satisfying. <laughs> There's a couple also, other people, but I'll see. Why was Kevin Jonas there? I still didn't get an answer. I asked you the question. No, I know, but like, I was like, okay, because when I was watching, looking at the red carpet, I was like, why is this person there? Why is this person there? And then I was, was as I was watching, I was like, oh, they're there for this, to present this, or to be proud of this. I didn't even see Kevin Jonas in the audience. Yeah, I was looking at all the red carpet pictures, and I was like, why? Why? And Joe and Sophie were there. I don't they know were? why. They were? Yeah, someone sent me a picture. Where what was Nick? Thing. And Nick is the actor one. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, okay, so here are my... Hi- okay, so I watched them uh, live on air, which I usually don't do, honestly. But because we did the Oscars episode, this was like the first time where I've seen almost all of the Best Picture nominees. So I was like, I feel very qualified. Yeah, so we should I do this every be- year. I feel really like... I think it helps with the hype of the, like the awards as well it does it does because you're also because sometimes when you're watching the oscars and you haven't seen any of the movies you're like good for them but i also am not invested in this exactly Um, so who knew who knew that watching the movies would make it more fun such a shocker (laughs) yeah i Um, bet you but like the thing is like half of the academy probably over half the academy doesn't watch all the movies so amy schumer literally made a joke she like when uh at the beginning she was like i haven't seen any of the movies which i don't know if it's true or not but i wouldn't put it past her i wouldn't be surprised no, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I kind of wrote down my top moments. I just also want to say it was so clear that they were like, they saw that last year what they flopped because like their ratings were so low that they were like, they've been we're... flopping though. No, I know, but they, I, I think they knew they were like, okay, we're gonna try and make this as internet and like m- meme worthy as possible because they did every possible like clickbaitable thing that you could do. Um, and I'm it was scared kind of fun no you should be but i will say that i had a lot of fun um okay 
Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of influencers, which they haven't done before. It's like an interesting choice. I don't know how I feel about that still. I mean, like, I honestly don't mind when influencers on red carpets, personally, maybe because I'm, it's kind of selfish because I'm like, I want to be invited. Well, I, I, <laughs> Even though like, I'm like, nobody. <laughs> I, I'm down with it. Too. Like, I'm down with influencers um, hosting red carpets. I think it's fun. But like the Oscars, I don't know about that. Like VMAs, but also Shawn Mendes was there. He presented an award. Yeah, the people they were kind of random. Anyways, okay, so <laughs> they uh, um they kind of changed the structure a little bit, and so I'm kind of going by like things they added instead of specific moments. Um, just so I can cover more ground quickly. Um, okay, so they did a couple reunions, um, throughout the show, and I thought it was so fun. They did a Pulp Fiction reunion. It was so funny. It was Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta, and Uma Thurman. Like they were presenting, or were yeah. they like? Oh. It was like there. It's like they show a clip from the movie, and then all three of them come out. They do a little presentation for the next thing, and they did a little skit where like Samuel L. Jackson was like talking, and Uma Thurman and uh, John Travolta were dancing like in the movie. It was fun. It was Aww, fun. Yeah. no, because they definitely saw that like everybody was doing like those on table reads over the pandemic and we're like oh, yeah. oh people love reunions <laughs> we're doing it because they do and i don't even care i don't even care i love reunions. no it's fun like that's um, the thing i think the thing about oscars why it flops so hard is because they thought so highly they were like the yeah just film student in your class that's yeah, like i know everything yeah. and i love french movies and but i won't say that they're my favorite movie because it's a foreign film yeah. They're like MCU. Don't know what that is. <laughs> That's the vibe they were before, where they made they made a lot of Spider Man references this time. But um, okay, then there was also a Juno reunion and a Godfather oh. reunion, both very fun. I love that. I loved it too. Wait, like, who was Elliot Page with? Jason Bateman? No. Um, Michael Sarah. This is so embarrassing. Um, who's the one lady? <laughs> It's one of the, I get them mixed up. Natalie. Is it the one that was married to Ben Affleck? I think so. What's her name? <laughs> That's we not Natalie her. Portman. I just know we love Jennifer her. Garner. Jennifer Garner. I was like, we've talked about her like extensively. They look here. so similar, they also. Do, they do. And also the guy who was like in a Batman movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I, I have so many celebrity the names. The guy who was in a Batman movie. Um J.K. Sim- Simmons. J.K. Simmons. My brain, guys, my brain right now is literally like um, <laughs> Entertainment Weekly Dictionary right now. Like, my brain is so frazzled. So let's just move on from that. Um, but yeah, that's who Elliot was with. Um, <laughs> anyways. so not, Okay, so those were fun. I thought that was a fun way to do it. Um, then we have the performances. So Beyonce ate. I watched that. Yeah. I, I was like shooken. So I was shaking. Good. So good. They all looked like little tennis balls. Like that was like the color because like Venus and Serena like ten out of ten. Um, and then and then right after Venus and Serena opened the show, or maybe they introduced Beyonce. I think they introduced Beyonce. That would make sense. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, <laughs> and looked good, obviously. Um, Billie Eilish sang "No Time to Die" for like the fiftieth time. <laughs> Literally, like that song has been around for like five years because that movie got delayed so long. Literally. Um, but she won an Oscar for it. Her and I know how fun. So she's halfway to an EGOT. I heard Megan the Stallions. We don't talk about Bruno. This was really good. No, okay, okay. Here I am. I was. My mom was like, "They're gonna sing." We don't talk about Bruno on the like Academy Awards. And I was like, "That doesn't make any sense because usually they perform the songs that are nominated for best song." 
I was like, that song wasn't nominated. It was the other song, the one in Spanish. And then they sang the one in Spanish. But then they were like, oh, be, get ready to like talk about what we don't talk about or something like that. And I was like, are they really? No. And then, um, no, no, no. It was like, the, like they were going to commercial break and they were like, stay tuned because we don't talk about Bruno. It was like that. Okay. Because um, the way you just said it, I was like, <laughs> man. Yeah, no. Um, and so they, whatever, they introduce this, the song and they're like doing the, they do the first verse, but then it's like all the cast. And I was like, are they not doing the whole song? I was very confused. And then all of a sudden, Megan the Stallion like pops out from behind a corner. And I was like, oh my God. And she just starts rapping about like the Oscars. And I was like, this would have been fun as the opening number. Like I get Beyonce's like amazing, but like this doesn't make sense in the middle of the show. Beyonce probably said like, I'm opening you put me nothing. first, or yeah, yeah, and there. honestly, it's respect production value. as she should. Yeah, like I, I can't even be mad about it, but it just felt really random. Um, and then oh, it's not even done. And then Becky G and like oh my god, I forgot the name of the man. They sing the rest of the song. So okay. weird, <laughs> so weird. But I can't I wait for that to be on YouTube. I don't think it's on YouTube yet. Oh, you, it's I, I, I and I don't even know what my like I don't know what any of them were saying. I could not understand any of them, and the subtitles weren't going fast enough. So I was like, I'm gonna have to rewatch. And you understand Spanish? No, no, no. They were singing in English, like oh. Megan and Becky G, and like um the other. I don't remember the other guy's name. Um, I thought Becky also, G. Oh no, she she's like both. Spanglish. She yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she's like doing Spanish music now mostly, but um, the, yeah. her verse was in English. I don't know. It it was so Dude, fun. Becky Megan. G. Walk so Rosalia Karen. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. I feel like somebody would agree with me on that. Somebody will. Somebody <laughs> will agree on anything we say, honestly. One person. Um, yeah, at least one. There are 99 people in a room, but at least one of them will agree with you. Um, <laughs> That's a good segue, though. Wait, but no, I have okay. some more. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, there's just two more. Um, the hosting, okay. honestly, wasn't even mad about it. They did really good. Even Amy. Okay. Even Amy. Amy. Um, I, Amy? Schumer. <laughs> oh, it was Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and um, Wanda Sykes. Oh, they were hosting it. It was good. They the way they did it was like they opened together, and then they kind of did uh, bits and pieces here and there, and then they would do parts together again. And honestly, they were really funny, all of them. Like they did really good. So yeah. I kind of like if they do it this little like three. They pick three funny people and just have them. Do yeah, it. I'm down for that. I think it worked well. Um, and then. <laughs> So Women can be funny, guys. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, who would have known? Um, <laughs> so Chris Rock walks out. I okay. I just want to say I've never been, I've never reacted this viscerally to something on my television other than Ninety Day Fiance. So the Chris Rock comes out to introduce. Um, I don't even know. I was so frazzled. I don't even know what documentary it was. feature. Documentary feature. I don't even know who won. I literally was just. <laughs> I don't, my brain was so frazzled. So Chris Rock, Rock comes out. He makes, a, it's like he thought he was hosting it, which like, come on, just do, do your little bit and leave. But he was starting to make jokes about people in the audience as if you're like the opening host. And then he goes, um, Jada Pinkett Smith is here like ready for G.I. Jane 2 because um, like she shaved her head. And, and then Chris Rock goes like, oh, what about something? And you can't, I think he's like, uh, Will's coming or something. And Will Smith walks up to him. He calls him Richard. <laughs> really? Yeah, he called him Richard. Um, he walks up and smacks Chris Rock across the face. And I was like, that was fake. And then the audio cuts out. And then it like freezes. And I was like, 
I looked at my mom and was like, was that real? And then it's like quiet and you see, they like cut to Will Smith yelling with Lupita Nyong'o, very confused <laughs> behind her. Um, and he's like, like yelling something so angry. And then I don't know what's happening. And then the sound comes back and then it's um, Chris Rock like being very frazzled, continuing. The, he was like, like okay. <laughs> he literally went, okay. <laughs> like what? Yeah. And I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. And then I looked on social media and there was like the uncensored version. And Will Smith but like, when you told me, I immediately went to go watch it, and I could tell exactly what he was saying because he was saying it yeah. with his whole damn chest. Did. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, <laughs> "Don't talk about my fucking wife." I know. I, I saw they, all of that enunciation. I wish. But they in the moment, more. it was just like, "What no, is yeah. going on?" I wish they had cut some more audience reactions so badly. They have. They have like Nicole Kidman's photo reaction because they no. have photographers in the audience. Like, there's a picture of. Like in the action of they're Will cool. Smith, like they're so quick with it. It didn't even happen an hour ago. No, it did not, not even happen an hour ago. Think about that. Like you know how like when Moonlight and the La Land thing happened, they did like a wide shot and it was like everyone in the audience like reactions. I wanted that with this, but like also yeah. it was so funny because for, for the rest, like I'm not like thirty minutes passed or whatever, and there's a part where you can see because Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban were sitting in the front, and she looks still scared. 30 minutes later and Keith Urban is like holding her hand and I was like what is she scared about it was so funny it was so funny um Nicole Kidman reminds me of a deer okay why I don't know she's like she's very delicate but I feel like she gets frazzled like when she's like shooken out of her element she's like (gasps) (laughs) you know honestly I absolutely understand thank you and that's okay. all I have to say about the Oscar. And well, you know what? Than, like, what do you think about this like specific situation with Will Smith? And he won his Oscar right after this. Yeah. So I saw that he was crying when he accepted his Oscars because he was like kind of embarrassed. And yeah, he was he like apologizing. To, to the Academy though, not to Chris Rock. To the Academy. No, he, he said to my he said to my fellow nominees as well. Chris Rock wasn't nominated though. No, I'm t- but he saw it was like disrespectful, like, oh, yeah, he yeah. won the award when he like acted out at an event, you know? Yeah. I guess, but like you can't change who wins, like they already fucking voted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also obvious that he was gonna win. You oh, know? yeah. And like, like honestly, he, like again, like we said that last time, like he did this to get his Oscar and like respect, honestly. Like, like was that out of pocket a little bit? Sure, whatever. But like he I think he deserved the Oscar. But also like sometimes comedians need to be checked. I don't know if they need to be slapped on no, television, but, but also like I can't say like if I was in Will Smith's place that I wouldn't do that. No, but if like you meet me at him, the rock moment. Meet him in the Dolby Theater parking lot after the show. Bring cameras if you want. But then also like yeah. we wouldn't get to see it. So, th- but um, I forgot what I was gonna say. But I was just like I just feel bad that like that's the moment that's gonna taint his win. You know, because it should be like a. Yeah. And I think that's probably why he like was. People are gonna argue. Mind. People are gonna argue like, well, he's the one to control his emotions, blah blah blah. But like Chris Rock, it's like a history thing. So like Chris, oh yeah, yeah, made yeah. jokes about Jada before, and Jada, I guess she, I didn't know this until like I read this article, but I guess she has alopecia. That's why she has a shaved head, and she's had it for yeah. like years. Um, and that I think, I mean, that's admirable. He would stand up for his wife. It's just like, I, yeah place and time i guess but also i'm not gonna sit here and tell him he was wrong (laughs) (laughs) it's like i it's like but it's like i don't know i could see like chris rock 
it kind of was too far and then also was it was kind of too far. i don't know the whole thing is just yeah. like whatever i don't really i don't have any strong feelings yeah, about it other than it made really good tv yay yeah. yeah it was fun it was fun <laughs> it was fun it was really fun for us as an audience who is detached from this yeah but you know i just but yeah like i said like i feel bad that this is gonna be like it might overshadow his win, you know? Yeah, maybe. Because, like, Although, he is an icon. Like, even though, like, he's not my favorite actor, like, yeah. I can appreciate that he has inspired a lot of people. He and, like, an respect on that, you know? And, like, good on the win. Period. Like, he's going to see this. <laughs> yeah. Us being, like, Wilson, please don't punch us. <laughs> no, but, like, for real, though, like, I can, like, because, like, I'm trying, like, again, with, like, this new mindset that we're all on, like, I just, I'm trying to see both sides. Like, I cannot, yeah. like like an actor specifically but i can appreciate what he's they have done for like other people and like i can you know celebrate that for them yeah we're going in with new mindsets it's giving therapy we've we've been to a little bit of therapy that's exactly (laughs) what it's doing um but yeah so that was the oscars honestly i think they did a pretty fun job of like kind of revamping the show a little bit and you could tell it, it was like a little bit cringy and too on the nose at points but i still had a lot of fun and i, I think, think that makes it fun, fun though because it like gives yeah. somebody to talk about when it's stale it's yeah. like okay what the hell are we going to talk about on twitter exactly they have to they have to facilitate like yeah. moments and like who i told daniel i was like whoever made these changes they need a raise yeah i agree I think they did a great job and making it like a, a bit more between like the old people who are like a film and like the teenagers who are like, why would I watch this? It kind of met them in between. Yeah. But also like, I think because Letterboxd has had like a whole like thing the past year in the pandemic, because yeah. it didn't exist. I mean, I think it existed before the pandemic, but it like the popularity. It did exist, of, but nobody like, used it. Yeah. And I think maybe the Oscars or the Academy didn't realize like, that younger people actually liked watching like yeah. inter- interesting quote-unquote movies so they just did it they Critically just were acclaimed. pandering to the older people yeah but i also think like the internet has called them out on so much they're like yeah and i think they tried to like cheat their way into wokeness but now they're yeah, like actually yeah. hiring di- i'm hoping this is why i i hope like they're hiring more diverse voices to put on the show so that's why we're seeing this change period fingers crossed i'm right because i think so i think but i truly have no idea what's going on behind the scenes um we we are we have no intel no sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah those those are little oscars roundup um we're gonna be right back and then we'll be back with our fun little topic and we'll explain our wardrobe because i guess (laughs) um we're back or maybe we never left i don't know i love how every week i'm like i don't know how you guys are watching this i'm just very confused which is funny because you're the one that edits it yeah i'm gonna literally edit this in like the irony of that um okay so here we were trying to decide what we were gonna do for this week's episode and i was watching the olivia rodrigo driving home to you at disney plus musical event and i was like what if we did like um so like celebrity pop star documentaries and kim was like i was literally about to say that because if there's one thing like i was gonna suggest it but i didn't think i didn't know how you would feel about it so i didn't suggest it first these are some of my favorite kinds of documentaries oh okay i didn't know i love and i don't know why 
No, I, I literally, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't understand why I have an obsession with these. But oh, let's explain our wardrobe. Okay, so here's what happened. So I was wearing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre shirt, and Kim was wearing a Dua Lipa shirt because we went to go see her last week. Or when was that? Was that this week? That was this week. I've had yeah. a long week. Um, and then Kim was like, "You should put on your Dua Lipa shirt too." So I went to go change, and I put my Dua Lipa shirt on. And then Kim was like, "Wait, I should wear my One Direction shirt." And I was like, "Well, yeah, because when else are we ever going to talk about One Direction on this podcast?" So that's how we got here. And that's it. <laughs> Very true. Where'd um, you get that shirt? Is that like yeah. OG merch? This is the first tour they ever did in America. Fun fact. Period. And did you get it at the an tour? OG. And did you get it at the tour? Yeah. <gasps> that's so fun. Yeah. I went to all of their American tours. I... Well, okay, let's start here. Okay, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to... I have, like, a list of a couple celebrity documentaries um, or pop star documentaries that we can, like, briefly talk about what we like, what we didn't like in terms of, like, the style and, like, the content um, and also the artists themselves. Um, and I, I'm kind of going by year, but also kind of not. So I kind of just have a list. And we'll probably talk, like, so much about some and then nothing about some other ones. Um, but I just That's think they're worth mentioning. Is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we could we can start with One Direction. This is us, which I saw for the first time in my entire life yesterday. It's such a like fever dream, isn't it's, it? I was literally just staring at it like I have I don't okay. it was like watching no, yeah, it was a fever dream. I was so shocked by everything in it. So I watched this like this was when midnight premieres are still a thing, bitch. Like oh, I love those. I like remember walking after high school when I knew the tickets were dropping. I walked my ass over to the AMC. Mm. I bought my ticket early, and this is also before like, oh my god, this was before you picked your seats. So you yeah. know, like you had to like That's line up. Yeah. It was such an interesting experience. Um, and I mean, of course, when I'm in my days as a One Direction fan, when I'm I'm like what in like high school yeah i'm like obsessed with it and i'm like oh my god they're so funny and so quirky and I yeah mean, yeah so that's cute. the vibe i was getting so from hot. it yeah it, that yeah and that's how it is and i think it's just i think it's funny stylized like it's so fake it it's is. fake it's it's and it gives when you look at it post one direction breakup it just is like wow yeah I feel like it was very surface level and I do feel like maybe I don't know it just makes me kind of sad to look back on it it's kind of like eerie it is sad in a way I literally wrote that on my letterbox review I was like this is such an eerie movie because yeah okay I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read what I wrote because I was like the entire time watching it I was like I feel like I'm watching a social experiment like this is so weird especially being so far removed from the situation like we're 10 years later now almost or no 10 years right wait over 10 years yeah over 10 years yeah um where we know you know how how what happened and we know how they broke up whatever we know we know things that have happened past we don't years. know everything which i'm sure no, we do we everything the two be fucking hot okay okay no yeah okay we can get into that in a little bit but i wrote uh i wrote a very superficial and manufactured look at the rise of one direction um and i wrote the best and most authentic moments are the ones with each of the boys family members and how their own lives have been affected and i could have honestly watched an entire documentary just about that um also kind of eerie and bittersweet watching this years later knowing what's coming song still slap though like there's literally one part of like the four um it's like harry louis niall 
Liam, they're all on a roof and they're like cheering the fans and then they cut to Zayn in a room alone looking out the window and I was like Yeah, full on anxiety Yeah, how weird is that? Uh, it was just and you can it just see, makes me feel sad for Zane because like I remember I yeah. watched it like kind of soon yeah. after he left and I was like uh yeah like I mean like maybe I was like projecting because I was like kind of sad about him leaving but like I mean I think he's even talked about how like he didn't feel like he was no yeah a part of the group you know and you can and you sorry he he's talks about how he struggles with mental health and stuff yeah. like he's talked about that before so like I can only imagine what that is like on that scope. Yeah. And I'll I'll never I'll never experience that. Like, no, because <laughs> it was it was so weird because like that okay, the scene that I was talking about. So Zane they cut to Zane's family like looking at his new house. It's his brand new house, it's huge. And then the mom calls him and she's like, Thank you so much for the house. Like, um, I'm so proud of you, blah blah, blah like whatever. And then Zane is like, yeah, of course, that's, a, that's why I'm doing it. And then he, like, ends the phone call, and he just looks sad. And I was like, that was one of the only, like, interesting parts of the entire documentary. Because you were like, he's, it seems like he wasn't even enjoying it. He was just doing it because, like, he just bought his family house. So he's going to keep doing it because it's doing good for everyone else, which is really depressing. It's really uh. sad. And I hope it's Zane writes watch. a memoir one day or something. Oh, I like, hope so. I, I like, like genuinely, I, I mean, I was a Zane girl. Let's, okay. let's be clear. <laughs> I was a Zane okay. girl first, and like Harry second. Like, uh, and I don't know. I feel so bad for Zane. Like, yeah. he has just been through the goddamn ringer. Yeah, you know, he has leave Zane alone, universe. Leave him Even alone, now, please. Oh, yeah, he's been through the ringer. You know, so yeah. I feel bad for Zane. Anyways, let's pivot to something happier. What was some of your favorite moments in This Is Us? I loved the random celebrity cameos. When Martin Scorsese walks into that room, I was like, no way. Did no you see that letterbox way. that was like Martin Scorsese watching Marvel movies? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, mad. And it's like Martin Scorsese meeting on direction. <laughs> and it was- I was like, period. I couldn't even be mad. Or like, the, the Chris Rock, oh, Chris Rock is in it for like two seconds. Not even yeah. with them. It's just him saying how much he loves One Direction. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo is in it playing soccer with them. I was like, what is going on? Like, literally, what is going on? Um, but I do wish, because like, I had watched the Jonas Brothers one right before this. And so the Jonas Brothers one kind of goes like, oh, this is how they rose. And this is why they fell apart. And so like, I don't know. I was like, my head, I was just like waiting for the part where they like fall apart well, i, I like, mean oh, wait, that's when not this, movie, this movie came movie. out this was their peak yeah yeah so, I, mean, I would fair. love to see i don't think it'll ever happen not in a million years but if it was like a one if like a one direction kind of like what they did with the jonas brothers where it was like uh, each like okay five episodes and it's like what they each did after they left and like interviews with the family interviews with like them specifically and each of their family members i would love to see like their yeah. thoughts on the aftermath don't think Zane we'll would never do that. Not I was just years. talking about it with somebody, and I was like, no. "It's just like it's just sad because we'll never have a whole One Direction reunion." No, and like I don't, no, I can't no. even say that I blame Zane. No, absolutely not. Like it's genuinely, like sad, but it's, um, like, it's I no whatever. It's what not, was your favorite? Okay, I mean, there's only one favorite like performance, and it's Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, of course. Good God, was that a cultural fucking reset? Why? Is like it I think about it, I still think about it. 
like very often i knew about it and i hadn't even seen this movie really that just shows the true cultural impact no i watched that little music video with like the little comic book effects i saw that like in high school like i knew about this see i didn't know what it was from but like i knew about this performance and i can't believe it's not on anything i'm so mad i literally right after i watched it i was like let me see if this is on spotify and it's not yeah respectful and it never will be unless someone also like like, i do think it's funny when documentaries like when it's talking about like very famous boys and talk they always talk about like fangirl like what happens in the fangirl I think they're the first. Oh no! Oh, the brain part. Justin that Bieber was so definitely stupid. did some. No, it was funny. That was like a. It was like a LOL moment, okay. like in the in the time that fair, I watched okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I'm watching this as a 23 year old man who was not a One Directioner during the rise. Yeah. So that's why I'm like watching it from a completely different lens. But I remember everybody was losing their fucking mind in the goddamn theater when he was explaining that brain chemistry. And they were shirtless a lot. They were so much shirtless. Well, duh. Like, that's the fucking point. (laughs) I started the Shawn Mendes one, and I'm not even kidding. It opens with him in the shower. The documentary opens with Shawn Mendes in the shower, and then Camille was there, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch this. You know what? I'm fine with it because women... Remember when we went to Dua Lipa? She was like yeah. <gasps> humping no. the microphone stand and like all power to her. She looked I fucking good. Lipa. Yeah. But like, you know, like it's just a very overtly sexual and a lot of pop star girlies have to make all the performance overly sexual. But like, so, you know, I will take One Direction being shirtless in their fucking documentary. Because you know what? Changing in their underwear. Let me tell you something. Like upon like reflection <laughs> of like being a directioner, like they... <laughs> They didn't do, like, when you think about other boy bands, yeah, they didn't do, like, anything on stage but, like, just run around and be fucking dorks. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared to say this. One Directioners, <laughs> please don't come for me. I just, like, literally. One Directioners. Please be yourselves on my nails right now. Guys, I, that just shows you how he's so far me. removed. I. He said One Directioners. Directioners. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you. Um. A lot of their songs are so misogynistic. I was listening to it, and no, a lot of their know. songs were like, uh, like there was that one where it was like, oh, it was like, I don't even know what the song was, but it was like, oh, you can't fit into your jeans, but I still love you. I was like, no way. No way. No, we know. Daniel, let me tell you something. We are <laughs> highly aware, and it's I like a joke know. now. I yeah. didn't know that is shocking. That is so shocking. Well, I don't know. I think like more of the self-aware directioners, I guess, think it's funny. But you know, there's still Probably. some people that are like in a daze. Like, and no, you know what? Fair. fair enough. It's like whatever. It's part. It's so far gone. Like they're not even together it's anymore. Funny. There's no reason to be mad about um, it. Just, and I funny. guess the way I can like transition this is like, I think. Well, never say never came out before <laughs> yeah. this, and I, even though I'm a directioner, I was also a believer. <laughs> I think and, you just stand. I think Never Say Never is the better oh. documentary. Okay. And, and that's like a, that's hard for me to admit. Okay. It's hard for me to admit. But I think it's because there are still some like One Direction is like pretty much fully manufactured. Like literally they have like a yeah. fake camping scene. Like yeah. come on now. Yeah. So but at least like in Justin Bieber's Never Say like the first one. We're gonna talk about Never Say Never, not second one because like whatever, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Um and Never Say Never, like I like that they 
took like you saw his childhood home like you got to like spend time with his hometown friends and it still felt like very innocent like this is pre like justin bieber like i guess gone wild if you want to say that like he like was in his like fuckboy era yeah and it's just like i think his story is really interesting in general like as a celebrity as a whole so like i remember like because it's like free on youtube or something and i watched it like maybe a month ago and i was like having so much fun it's just fun and you know who directed it do you know who directed it don't look it up yet no, I do know because I put it on okay. the Instagram. John and Chu. <laughs> yeah. That Crazy Rich so Asians, cool. bitch. In the and Heights. It, yeah, and, and in the Heights. Coming up. You can, he has such a certain style. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's like very much like that in Never Say Never. And I think like the 3D aspects are still funny. Like yeah. the way that they cut from like actual like um, justin bieber life to the concert i just think is like really interesting editing wise and like flow wise like i think it flows really well and i think it's still like a really enjoyable thing to watch period especially with the context of where justin bieber is like now and what happened after you know i would love to see a documentary about like um, like Demi Lovato dancing with the love, devil style of Justin Bieber, like what happened after and like he what led did. to his mental health. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. He had so he okay. He had I guess three. Okay. So he that. had believe after, and then he Period. had a YouTube series one. come out called Seasons. Oh, and it so oh, and, and YouTube that was also like, did the Demi Lovato one. Yeah. Wait, what's it called? Seasons. Yeah. Oh yeah, docu series. Oh, yeah. fun. I'll have to watch good. it. It was really interesting. And I, Last I don't year. Think, oh, two years I ago. feel like only, only Justin Bieber fans watched it. Like, cause with Demi Lovato's, okay. it was like everybody watched it. But yeah. with Justin Bieber's, I feel like it was really just for his fans. Like, it felt kind of like a reconciliation for him, like, kind of. Okay. You know? Yeah. And it just, like, it just reminded everybody, like, he is still, like, the never say never kid at heart. Oh. and he really yeah. is like i i just feel bad because justin bieber has been manipulated by the fucking system and yeah. you can tell it really like fucked him up and i really genuinely hope that he is in a better place now like it makes me sad to like see any child like we could do a whole episode about how child stars are manipulated in the system yeah. like it's like it's really fucking it's dark scary so yeah scary. and like once you like become aware of it it's just like you get scared when any like person under 18 gets famous like it's just like it's just fucking scary dude like there are some fucked up people in hollywood yeah in the world like justin bieber definitely justin bieber definitely bought like all these people that we looked up to were subjected to those people yeah it sucks it's so scary the scary, the scary people know where to. I got really people. dark for a second. I just like I feel well, like really it had to, yeah, yeah. I think there was there was no way to go around it because some of these like documentaries go to dark places. Some of them don't. One Direction, that one kind of was just like we're having fun. Also, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I but also both Never Say Never and This Is Us. It's like you can tell what year it came out because just because of how stylized it is and the 3d like because it was when 3d was like the hype it's just so funny and then i remember like opening weekend purple 3d glasses oh my god 
Yeah, the purple 3D glasses. Remember when we popped out the lenses and we'd wear them to school? Oh? I remember it all too well. Like, I literally have that so vividly in my head. Did you ever watch Never Say Never? I did not, but I I did have 3D glasses that I painted the real 3D thing over with the Sharpie so they looked all black. So, Mm -hmm. there you go. Well, I like Never Say Never. Never Say Never is really fun, and I think it's just such a time capsule as well. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. I feel like people are going to study this movie, like, dead ass, like, later. Maybe. Like, there has, there's going to be a Justin Bieber course. There like, has to be. There's courses on everything now. There has to be a Justin, yeah. or, like, even, like, um, like boy band, like, fandom, like, anything of that. There's so oh, many there's fandom classes it. for sure. Oh, I period. know that. Um, okay. Oh, Anyways, man. that's. So, speaking of, like, darkness. <laughs> Oh my god! Can we talk about Demi Lovato. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that this is more. See, we're just gonna jump over the place by how where the where the road leads us. Um, but I do want to talk about that one because it it was also a YouTube series, um, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Devil. It premiered at South by Southwest, which is like a big deal. And well, she had one before that. Yeah. Oh. Um, Simply complicated or something like that. You would know all of these, like all the top of your head. That's I crazy. am a pop girly. Yeah, you are. Like, you are. I yeah. love pop girlies, and girlies is like it's non-gendered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girlies means yeah. including One Direction and Justin Bieber. <laughs> girlies <laughs> yes. is everyone on this list. Um, uh-huh. So, Dancing with the Devil, I think, might be one of my favorite of these, just because of it's not afraid to go to the dark parts, which is what people want to know, and it gives Demi a chance to take control of that because. I, when this happened, I remember people would be cruel. People would be so cruel about like what happened to them and like, oh my god, just everything, like the drugs, everything. Um, and so by doing this, like they took their story and they were like, "This is what happened," and now you know, which I think is really? so admirable and brave. I have like a different opinion on it. Okay, go ahead. I think okay. Well, listen. So the first one, it had that same feeling that you're saying, mm-hmm. but. Dancing with the Devil comes out after it, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, simply complicated was fake. So I'm that's why I don't have as much oh. trust in Dancing with the Devil because like I'm glad that they had it to tell the story because I do think that was like something a lot of people were like interested in. Yeah, and I always respect when celebrities talk about their dark places yeah. because like it, it does. Ha- there's a lot of people that struggle with addiction, and it's yeah. like not refreshing. That's a weird word to use in this yeah. context, but you know, like. It's it's not like oh celebrities are just like us like genuinely like seeing people like with like what everybody wants which is not everybody but like people want to be rich and like have access to everything yeah. but with access to everything comes with excess yeah. and also not being checked you know and so. I just think it's really interesting when stars get into that because a lot of more movies are dealing with that shit than you think, guys. Like, yeah, genuinely, some of them are just really good at keeping it up under wraps because they have good PR people. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's not a secret about that, but I do know, like, some people that aren't, like, super into celebrities don't know that. Yeah. So I don't know what your level with celebrities um, are if you're listening to this. But that, so I think that's why I don't trust Dancing with the Devil as much, especially mm-hmm. when Demi, after the fact, like, they're not sober anymore. Uh, like, you yeah. know, I just, I, and like, even in Dancing with the Devil, 
they talk about how manipulated they are and they admit full friendly and like that's awesome that they have the grasp that they do but i don't think they're over using that to their advantage Mm, and that's hard because i love demi so much i was a camp rock stan like i literally like out of like the three girls i think i talked about this before like i was a demi (laughs) person so it's hard for me to admit that but i think i say it with love because i do genuinely want them to get better you know like i genuinely care about them i i do remember Demi saying, well, because like in the documentary. The pair's social relationships are jumping right now, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's okay. It yeah. was going to happen. Um, yeah. But Demi in the documentary says uh, that they're California sober, but they announced recently that they're not even smoking weed anymore. Right? I don't know. I don't follow them anymore. Oh. Yeah. It was just getting a lot. It was getting fair. a lot. You the know. whole the no sugar the guilt free but it's it's okay okay let's briefly cover the guilt free cookie thing, um because I'm like I get people were like oh like this is a lot but when so, when you're like when you have trauma about something, and it just like all of a sudden like comes to you it it, it can be easy to like overreact and not think about it and when you have a platform that big a lot of people are gonna see it yeah so like i don't think the public needed to react back to them the way that they did no oh no like it it was i think it genuinely was an honest mistake yeah and i genuinely think that they thought they were doing something right by saying (laughs) something about it like genuinely i do think it was pure intention but like it It just also just is like a check on like okay celebrities don't they also need to take a breather yeah, they all need. Oh my god, it's giving. Um, Everyone goes through that though with the oversharing on the internet. Oh yeah. Everyone deals with that. Yeah. They're just very relatable as a person. I think. I it's think like so. okay. This is how I feel about Demi. This is the parasocial relationship I have with okay, Demi okay, right okay, now. Please, please it's like us. that best friend that used to be really close with, and you still care about them, but you cannot be their friend anymore. But you like are checking up on them to make sure that they're still okay you like still follow them on social media and you like don't really want to like text no them you don't follow engage. them but you're always oh, checking you on their account okay i don't think i have one of those well <laughs> okay <laughs> i guess it could be down with a lot of me i don't know if i still follow them on anything and they're very talented they're very talented we love demi lovato i want them to have a miley era where they go back to rock because that first album i, I still so. listen I to it constantly constantly i'm listening to that shit it, we're 100 gonna get it they hinted at it a little bit so i think we're gonna get it really okay yeah i might have to be bffs again once they do okay. <laughs> you might have to refollow you might have to refollow um we'll see. but yeah that was dancing with the devil um okay what can we transition to let me try to no it's getting rough okay we can you know what i'm surprised we don't have a selena docuseries or something yet gomez or selena 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 gomez because they're or she's very private we have the cooking show but that's about it that's the closest she lets us in yeah but we see her family we see her friends she talks a little bit about her dating life i love the cooking show by the way it's so good it's so good i love the cooking show um all right i think she'll do it one day she will she has a story to tell i think Oh, murders is coming out. I saw the trailer during the Oscars, and Cara Delevingne is in it, and also Amy Schumer. Anyways, um, yeah, just gonna drop that info on me. Yeah, yeah, the trailer's fun. I love the show. Okay, um, Homecoming, Beyonce. Okay, Uh, the first. So I, I'm just gonna be very honest. 
I was never a, I was, I wasn't in the beehive or what, the beehive. 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 Bayhive? I wasn't in, I don't know. I think it's beehive because like bay, Beyonce. Um, oh. So I wasn't in the beehive. And then I, for, I think I was taking like a feminism pop culture class or something like that. And I had to do, it was like a paper comparing. I have to find it because I told my mom about it and she was like, I want to read it. And I was like, okay, I got an A plus on it. Um, it was like comparing Lady Gaga and Beyonce's, um, sort of activism through music you know what that's so funny because i was literally going to compare the documentaries yeah no me too that's why i put them next to each other because i was like there's there's a lot they're very similar artists in the way that like um they're so serious about their music and their craft yes they take their art very seriously and it's they're wearing the highway and they have a specific vision and they're gonna get it and i think it's cool like it's so cool no i think it's cool because i feel like it's I mean, you don't see that a lot of, like, women being very firm yeah. and, like, standing up for themselves and being like, no, I know what I'm talking about. And like, it's, yeah, yeah, period. <laughs> so I, No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, I've always been a Beyonce stan. I wouldn't say I'm in on the, on the beehive because I feel like the beehive <laughs> is, like, the ultimate stan. So I wouldn't right. categorize myself as that as respect to them. But I definitely, love. like... Like, I was obsessed with Sasha Fierce. Like, the double LP that's like, I am oh, yeah. Beyonce. Oh, yeah. I am Sasha Fierce. Like, I bumped that shit when, I, when it yeah. came out. Like, I had that CD in my mom's car. Um, and, like, Love on Top, like, is one of her songs ever to exist. So, such good music. Ever. Such good and music. you know what? I went to Coachella the year that this happened. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Period. And it truly was a spectacle. I was quite <laughs> far, but I still was like... Eh. I didn't want to leave because like usually I leave early because like yeah. after the headliner like is is done like it is a fucking shit show to get That's back. So scary. That is so scary. Um, and I didn't want to leave like it, it was so mesmerizing. You could tell like even before because the documentary came out after obviously, yeah. and um, you could tell like there was just so much like she took that shit so seriously, and it's it's gonna yeah. it's. It's the best Coachella headline performance ever. Straight up. There's no way anyone could top it. And I think that's like the standard now for like the headliners. They're like, we have to talk. And it's just no way. Which is why I'm like Harry Styles. What is he going to do? Brant around? What is he going to do? I love you, Harry, but like, what are you going to do? But I don't think Harry's trying to get on Beyonce level. No. And also, he's like releasing a new album. I don't like that. that envisioned. No, I don't like it either. It's just not the. Anyways, but I appreciate Beyonce as a pop girly because I don't think a lot of pop like they like her and Gaga both do full choreo. Beyonce oh does God. like full out yeah. choreo, full <gasps> out like full when, on doing the same exact fucking movements as and the hard moves. When okay, in the Lady Gaga one, right after, so like they they show how she has like a couple different injuries that look so extremely painful. And there's the part right before the Super Bowl performance where um she they're like something hurts, so they're like stretched her out, and then she gets the right herni- back. She has a then, herniated disc. Yeah, and then she starts doing that like squat thing on the floor. I was like, <gasps> Are you kidding me? Because wow. I, I yeah. like especially after they describe it and then she's like doing these like squats and like jumping squats like to the floor. I was like, oh my god. And she's crying throughout half of the documentary oh, yeah. about oh, how yeah. much pain she's in. No, but, Physically but also, and mentally. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Lady Gaga is giving tortured artists. Like she she's like, um her art like hurts her, which is like fun. 
Okay. Back to Beyonce. Lady Gaga. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, okay. Wasn't it scary when she was talking about her diet? I don't know if that's because I have, like, a weird relationship with food. Um, No, I, I also, I get weird whenever any of the celebrities talk about their diet because I'm like, I don't know. Like, when in the Demi Lovato one, when they were saying, like, how they used to have, the like, instead of, the, that was so shocking to me. Like, that's really scary. That scares me to an extent that I cannot even explain. Because I also have a complicated relationship with food. So anytime any of the celebrities talk about their diet, I'm like, I don't want to hear this. because this is I'm like, skip, me. skip, skip, skip. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. I'm like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to know. Like I yeah. saw Channing Tatum talking on Ellen about like the food he had to eat to prepare for like Magic Mike and all these stuff. And he's like, that's like not a healthy diet. That's like not a sustainable way to live. And I was like, so why are we and it's like, why are we like doing that then? Yeah. Why are we doing that then? Like, if it's not healthy, why are we doing um, um so did you watch it recently not recently but i watched it when i had to write the paper and i was just in awe i was like beyonce's so cool wait we're talking about the beyonce one right homecoming yeah 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 also yeah. was there a lem- is this the one where she's talking about le- lemonade or no like the whole album or was that a different one i think that's different she had i a think whole i lemonade saw the lemonade thing. one which was also super yeah. cool was that a documentary what yeah. was that one Okay, it <laughs> it was like a documentary, but also some music videos. It was very artistic, and like I oh, think, yeah, well, right. I mean, Beyonce is one of the greatest entertainers ever, if not the, because yeah. she cares so much about what she puts out into the world, and like she does not do anything without intention and like yeah. without like excellence at the top priority. Yeah, down to and, the wardrobe, like, down to the movements, down to the camera movements. Like it's so impressive. Yeah, and she carries herself so well in the public eye for being, like, literally, like, the famous lady ever on the planet. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I think she'd be so interesting to, like, because she doesn't let us in. Like, what Adele said, she's like, you don't let us in. Yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate you. We love you. Yeah. We you. Like, literally. And so, like, I think that's why people are so, like, enamored when she does open up because, like, what is going on? In it's also day. yeah it's she so lives. interesting she does it's so interesting to me when like people don't let us in because me as an overshare if something bad happens to me it'll be on my instagram story within minutes Virgo and, like, women she's a virgo it makes so much yeah it's just like i don't know as an overshare i'm just like i wish i could be like that but i'm not going to i'm gonna tell everyone yeah. everything and i'm gonna be make it everyone's problem <laughs> yeah anyways so moral of the story is beyonce literally doesn't do anything wrong ever and like yeah. we have no choice but stand like i don't i truly no. truly with my whole fucking viral being i mean this like i don't understand how you cannot like her or respect her at all that is the only you know, time she has that haters everyone that, has yeah. haters but like why why there's no reason there's no reason yeah it's because they're scared of powerful men that's the reason period um, speaking of powerful women, let's keep talking about the Lady Gaga one. So it's five. It, what is it? Five foot two. Yeah, me. That's such a funny name. Period. Um, okay, they, the the song that when she goes to the yeah the the I wedding. Like, I love that. She's I love it too. So Italian. <laughs> She's so Italian. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew that, but like seeing her with her family, it just like really <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so just for everyone who hasn't seen it, I honestly do recommend this one. It's on Netflix, um, and it's kind of like um, it's leading up to the release of her album Joanne and um, the Super Bowl performance. 
Um, and first of all, the opening shot is just her dangling. And I think it's so <laughs> funny. And I'm just like, I think it, like, you can tell how involved she was in this and how, and it's just all of these, like, you know that, like, the celebrities themselves are going to get final edit. And so, like, obviously we're going to see what makes them look good. But I feel like Lady Gaga was also, like, that part of me, like, being a little upset, leave it in. Cause, like, she it's- accepts both the good parts of herself and the bad parts of herself. Yeah. And that's really refreshing to see from yeah. a celebrity. I thought it was so cool. Because she so knows good. that the bad parts of herself, like, do shape her into her, like, the person she is. Yeah. And she can respect it to a certain degree. She, and she, like, always, she's like, but she keeps it in. What is she? Science she says that multiple times throughout the documentary. Not like this is, a, like, versions of that. Like, you know. Oh, Lady Gaga is an Aries. Interesting. I don't know anything about astrology, so that means nothing to me, but I just wanted to Google that it. That makes a lot uh, of sense. Um, I love how much she cries, because me too. Like, I... Me multiple times throughout wait, that movie. Wait, let me look up her chart. She has to have. Okay. Hold on. I'll discuss my thoughts while you do that. Um. Okay. When. Okay. So I didn't know anything about the album Joanne. I don't think I listened to it ever. But I remember, I know the album cover and I like I know it exists. Um. And so when she was when she was explained like when she explained the story of Joanne and like, um, how it was her dad's sister that got lupus and like passed away at nineteen. And she was an artist and like they wanted to chop off her hands um, because they didn't understand how lupus worked. And they're like, we think it's spreading from the hands, so we have to cut them off. And her mom made the choice that like, I'm going to let her keep her hands and just like die being able to still do what she loves mm-hmm. as opposed to die not being able to create art. And I was like, I just, I cannot even imagine making a de- decision that like intense. I was, and then Lady Gaga playing the song for her, me crying, me crying during watching that. She played the song for the grandma, and the dad was like crying in the back, and had to leave the room. Um, I don't know. I think you could just tell Lady Gaga is someone who really, really cares. And we know this, and like sometimes people make fun of it, especially with like House of Gucci, where she was like, I wrote a bug about her. <laughs> we were like, okay. Um, but you could tell she's someone who really cares about what she does and like her. And I think that's why she made, she's so successful. Cause there was no, it seemed like she was like, I'm gonna do this one way or another. There was no plan B. This is what we're doing this, which is, no, I think, so cool. And um, I think relationship with Mark Ronson is really cool, like seeing that because Mark Ronson um, was really close with Amy Winehouse and like just seeing him work with so many like artists that I really enjoy. Like, yeah, I just I just love seeing the producers talk about it. And like, he's so yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so cool. And also, have you seen his architectural digest house? His house is fucking cool. No, but I'll, I'll I love watching those. I love watching those. He's really I love him. Well, uh, something that about these documentaries... He doesn't age, think, by the way. He no, literally he looks, the, looks same. the same. Always. Well, something that I think is in- interesting about these documentaries is that we get to see the producers. So, like, with the Taylor Swift one, we get to see Jack Antonoff. Um, with this one, we get to see Mark Ronson. Um, who else? There was a couple other ones. I think there was... Uh, oh, the Olivia Rodrigo one. I don't remember that guy's name. Dan. But we get to see the producers who do a lot of... the Like, it's like a... a it's like a... <laughs> don't know what the word is it's a collaboration, collaboration between the artist and the producer and i feel like a lot of people would did not see that up to this point um mm-hmm. and i think that's very cool that they're getting recognition and getting more jobs because of it especially with like yeah. phineas like phineas is like pretty like a famous producer oh yeah which is so cool Definitely. he has an oscar as of today and a yeah. grammy period well deserved um but <laughs> they yeah, need to write I a re- musical next so they can get it i was literally thinking that i was like i think they could write a musical 
And then Emmy, maybe like when Billy's a little older, she has time. Yeah. She, oh yeah. They don't need to do it all like this yeah. fast. Because like also like they could do like a celebrity guest thing on TV and get an Emmy through that. Yeah. Like this is they're getting it. There's no way. They're not. Do they not have an Emmy yet? I don't think so. I thought they were gonna get nominated for documentary for the Apple one, the one they did. Mm. Oh, should do we talk? Do you have anything else? Documentaries Sorry, yeah. get nominated for that really often. I don't think so. I don't think so. It, I think it got nominated for something that was not an Oscar, but it got nominated for something because it was a really good documentary. Um, um, do I don't know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I uh, I loved Lady Gaga before this. Again, like it was kind of like Beyonce. Like I really enjoy her music. Yeah. Like you and I is another one of my favorite songs ever such to a exist. Good song. Yeah, such a good song. Such a good song. <laughs> like it makes me emotional. That's how much I love it. And it's not an it's not a deep song. It's just like her power through the song. Yeah. It's just like oh, and I love her little characters that she's. I wish she like. I wish she talked about more of her eras because yeah. I did like the uh, snapshot, yeah, so but I want another one where she like literally walks us through like where she was through each era because each era is so interesting and something else in the documentary that i thought was they always they kept on talking about how she like was leaving the meat dress she was leaving the crazy and then the album after joanne is chromatica yeah which just kind of like going back to what she was before so i want to know what happened yeah she went back to the pop girly stuff which like i mean chromatica is great but like I just want to know what happened because she felt like she was so beyond it. Yeah. But even like, okay, so with Joanne, she's like, I just, she does have range. She does have range. Jazz. Yes. (laughs) Jazz. Jazz. Jazz, Jazz, hyper pop, um, country. Joanne's a little country. Um, Pop. She could probably do rock. I'm sure she's done a couple songs that are kind of rock. She's done rock. That's like, I would say you and I is a rock song. I would, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I, oh, oh my God. Anyways, we're little monsters. <laughs> In conclusion, we are little monsters. Oh my God. I remember, like, you know, like when you would go to Hot Topic with your parents because you couldn't go to them all alone yet. Yeah. <laughs> and like they used to have like those chunky ass like rubber yeah. Yeah. bands and like yeah. And I wanted a Lady Gaga one so fucking bad. Like I literally was like begging my mom. I wanted it so bad. What did and it I guess, say? Like, little monster. It says Lady Gaga. The, the name of the album, Art Pop or something. Like, no, it was it was way before that. It, this was like when she just had like monster? paparazzi and just oh, dance out. Like this is like first album. Um, God, I, I I guess it did say Little Monster. I don't know. I don't think it said Little Monster. I, anyways, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, but Lady Gaga. So like Gaga in Tagalog is like, and I don't know if it's a bad word, but it's not a good word. Okay. I don't remember what it is now <laughs> that I'm like saying this out loud, but. It's like gaga. It's like stupid, I think, or something. Something like derogatory. Not derogatory, but like not good. So, not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my 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 family, because I remember specifically my Asian grandparents were with us, and they were like, "Why would you want that?" But That's I think I, can, so I convinced my mom to get it because I was like, "I just really love Lady Gaga," which I did. I really did Period. love Lady Gaga. She's so yeah. cool. I love her. Dude, why was I a stan of everybody? I don't know. Literally. That's what we're learning here because I know you're saying of these other people too. I feel like I've lived so many lives. <laughs> you literally have. No, you. I think you genuinely. I think you just enjoy art and like being fans of things is fun. Yeah, 
that's my per- entire personality that. i mean that's the no. thing like people are like okay it's not my entire personality yeah. but it's definitely what is the formative parts of my personality okay that, that's like fair. it makes a lot of sense like i feel like everything i do you could track back to being a fangirl okay yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot of people that's um, a lot of people oh yeah especially our age yeah um 100 percent all right, so this is the last. I feel like this kind of fits in a little bit, only because of the Glee episode. Um, Say last? No, 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 no. That fits into with like Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. A couple more. Um, Katy Perry, part of me. This was the first one I, I ever this, watched. I thought you were gonna go to Billie Eilish, and I was like, Oh are no, we no, not no. gonna talk about Katy Party, Katy Perry. No, I was gonna say, are, like, are you a Katy or a Gaga, like in that Glee episode? Oh, <laughs> that's a deep cut. I think the episode or the Katy Perry part of me. The episode um yeah Was okay it Can you... yeah it's called part of me oh. i genuinely think this is a great move like just documentary and i haven't seen it in a while so i also could be just remembering like how like how people remember the one direction movie i might be remembering it like that because i loved Katy perry um Same. but I feel like it was genuine. Okay, this the scene of after Russell Brand breaks up with her, and she is sobbing in like the colorful outfit, and she has to go on in like thirty minutes, and she like her life is like falling apart right now, and she has to go perform an entire like two or whatever hour and a half performance where she has to like pretend to be happy, um, and that I feel like this is like so burned into my mind. The scene of her, she's like wearing like the blue wig and like the spinning bra. And she's, like, trying to hold up the microphone and, like, trying to get the strength to hold up the microphone so that they can lift her up on the stage. And then she, like, does it and puts on a fake smile and they lift her up. I think that's how it ends, actually. I was just in awe of that. I was like, wow. I feel like that's a, a big core memory. The breaking up with Russell Brand scene is a core yeah. memory for a lot of us. It's cr- I was just... I felt so... They, like... I don't know if it was the way it was edited or something, but, like... Like... I feel like everybody felt that shit. Like that yeah. sucks, dude. Like, yeah. Fuck. It's just I yeah. don't know. And also, I just... that, that one was so good. I, that like era of Katy Perry was top tier. Isn't it kind of sad to see how Katy Perry's career went after though? Um. Yes and no. Because okay, here's here's unpopular opinion. I don't think Katy Perry stopped making good music. I think um, the um perception of her like i think she was struggling to step away from what she was earlier like if she was trying to do like airs or whatever but i don't think people really necessarily liked the new direction she was going in but her like if you listen to the albums that like you know after like teenage dream and like um was it no, Pro- i agree was it with Ro- you. prism yeah. yeah um i they there's still really good songs on those albums but i think it was just like it didn't feel like it was Katy Perry anymore, um, but I do think we're—I do think she's gonna go back to it. It seems like it, like, especially with the Vegas show. That is—that is—I feel like that is Katy Perry. Oh yeah, it's like the Katy Perry we know and love. Yeah, and I think especially because her baby is like a little bit older, like maybe she'll like have her come back. I hope so. I think we're ready. I think she makes great music. I think she's a great writer. Um, yeah, literally, Teenage Dream is one of the best albums ever, and oh. I don't yeah. say that on my record. That's one of the best pop girly albums. Yeah. Also, did you know that album cover is painted? Did not know. Yeah. That was a picture. Thought it was a picture. <laughs> the one that got away, another one of my favorite songs of all time. Bob's. Oh my God, that song. I, I feel like I know. Oh, oh, California Girls was the f- first music video I ever saw. And also, I feel like 
all of those like music videos are so ingrained in my mind. Like Firework, I think that was the first time I saw like a gay kiss ever, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, where they like kiss behind a dumpster, which like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, do you really kiss behind the dumpster? Like, I don't remember that part of it. I just remember her like literally blowing up with fireworks. Yeah, and it's a baby or fireworks. Oh, I love Katy Perry. And she was like in like a wispy gown, and she was like yeah. on a balcony, and she was like that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not even that. kidding. After we finish this and after I edit this, the I'm gonna watch. Chokehold so that videos. California. The chokehold that California girls had on everybody. I think it still does. I would say. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, who's next? Okay, we're just gonna go in order until we can find another way to transition. Okay, I guess we could do another pop girly. Um, Miss Americana, Taylor Swift. Did you watch this one? It's on Netflix. Okay, interesting. Um, really? Here's my perspective from as a, I will say I am I'm a Swifty, and I I don't think anyone doesn't know at this point because I make it very annoyingly clear. Yeah, I okay. I used to be a Swifty, and like I'm not a Swifty. I would say I like I enjoy her music. Okay, that's fair. Like I'm done being a hater. <laughs> You're reclaiming misogyny. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say that. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. So, Mr. Maricana is like after Taylor Swift. Um, and it's like, okay, this is the thing with this documentary. I love Taylor Swift, but like, it's very much giving first world problems the entire time. So, like, it starts off with her, like, it's like she didn't well, get hold nominated. On, hold on. Before you go, it's like when privileged people finally realize they have privilege. That's what this gives me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, God so bless her. No, it's like I know she's trying her best, but like that, like the look which they're what was it? Um, you need to calm down. Like the Target commercial yeah. for gay people. I was like, go off, Taylor. Like you're trying your best. I love you, but the singles that they put out for Lover did not do the justice. No, they for didn't. That. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Because that album was good. Anyways, okay, so it's like right after Reputation, like didn't get nominated for a Grammy. And she was like heartbroken. And that's how it starts. She's like so sad. And she's like, I just have to do better. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know. It was just like, okay, obviously, I think everyone now likes reputation. Um, but it's like, it's just a jarring turn, I think. Throughout the movie, whatever, she's writing this new album. Again, it, I, one of the my favorite things about all of these is that we get to see this songwriting process. So inspiring. I just think it's so cool, especially the uh, the Taylor Swift one, the Olivia Rodrigo one, the Lady Gaga one. Just watching how their brain works, um, and like watching how they like yeah. in the Olivia Rodrigo one when they're like trying to come up with another song, and then they start playing the opening notes of Brutal, and like we know what it is because we know and yeah. love that song, but they don't know yet. And she's like, "What was that? That was cool." I was like, "This is so interesting. I love." I art. wish I wish I knew that joy. That's the thing. I was watching Lady Gaga. I was like, I yeah. wish. I was a songwriter, so like for like if I could switch bodies, I would switch bodies with one of these pop girlies, so I could just understand yeah. what it's like. Because I think it's so fucking interesting, like to have that skill, yeah, to like songwrite. Wow. And it's like it's yeah. Period. Um. <laughs> anyways, what was I gonna say? Oh, about Taylor Swift. But yeah, and then like another like theme of that documentary is her like struggle struggling. <laughs> it's like laughable how. It's her struggling to decide on whether or not she should make a political stance. 
this was one of my biggest issues with her as a yeah. person. Yeah. And like, I literally like for one of my classes, I talked about it. Like I was talking about pop girlies, I think, or like I was talking about parasocial relationships and yeah. I started talking about Swifties. Cause I was like, they have the craziest parasocial relationships. And I was like, I think for a lot of people, it just felt off. Like the, like when yeah. she did take a political stance. I don't know. It's just like weird timing. Well, like, like in the, okay, so the way it plays out in the documentary, it's like her dad is, her dad and her, I think it's like a manager or something. I don't know who that guy was. But they're like, you can't do this because we saw what it did to the Dixie Chicks. Like they made a political stance and it yeah. like destroyed them. I've and seen so she, this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. This is like, I feel like I've seen it on social media and like TikTok and stuff. Um, but then she was like, I just, I have to. And it's like, like I, I under I do think it's admirable to have a platform like this and like be like, oh, this I'm gonna stand against this. And then especially she, I feel like she has done the work, especially with like um uh, the mm-hmm. activism towards the LGBTQ plus community and that kind of stuff. But yeah. to put it in a documentary and like it felt a little bit like self congratulatory in a way. I feel like this was before people knew the definition performative activism. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think she did this like with ill intent. I genuinely think like she meant this in a positive way. Yeah. But that's the thing with a lot of white people is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like it's not to dig on her at all. Like no. it is hard, I guess, to say out loud any belief you have because you don't know how it's going to be received. And I mean, the Dixie Chicks point is fucking fair because yeah, they're extremely talented and they got written off for taking a political stance. But yeah. I think her, the people that she like we're talking about in that situation, like, I mean, they, they were, they're older, so they're going to have differing opinions, I yeah. guess, you know, it's like having conversations with your grandparents about politics. Like it's, <laughs> it's not yeah. going to go great. It's just not. It, and we've all, like, I feel like a lot of us have been there. Yeah. To talk to I agree. And I also that. think it's like another thing that she was kind of, so a lot, I feel like with a lot of these, uh, the pop girlies, as we call them, um, <laughs> a lot of their fan base is like, uh, and not to generalize, but I feel like it's just like, and just an observation is a lot of um, women and then like LGBTQ plus men. And also LGBTQ plus women, but it's like a lot of the queer community. Um, and so it's interesting to see at what point each of these celebrities like kind of takes them in. Cause like Lady Gaga has always been like born this way, but lurks to that when it came out in like that's like groundbreaking. Um, and to uh, like who else? Like also Katie. Like Perry, she said it's... it with her whole chest without she like. did. Whole like, chest definition enunciative. Before america had like a wake-up call you know yeah. about injustice because yeah 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 um and then like to be you know, fair so- like taylor swift is younger than oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah and also she was a different she started with a different music genre it was di- it's a different situation um but i do think that was i don't know that documentary kind of was like i still love i she's my favorite artist i'm not even gonna pretend yeah. but i feel like another thing with because i guess fandom is like a theme of like all of these and i think something that's extremely important is to like understand that and i'm sorry guys but these people are not your friends they're not actually and i think we all need to come to that like we can uh, I feel yeah. Yeah, we can feel extremely connected to them and they you can have an extreme like relationship with them that they do not have towards you. Um, and I think that's okay, but just 
remember that that's the way it is because like the way i just talked about all these people that like i'm like i have like fully formed like ideas like how i feel about them but like i know know. like i don't know the whole story yeah yeah you're aware of it if i like for some reason tomorrow taylor swift contacted me was like you want to get lunch i'm like fuck yeah i want to get lunch i want to know what the hell you're actually about like i'm I'm just so curious to like what these people actually are like yeah of course you know of course and i just i don't know so but that doesn't mean i'm not gonna have opinions on them as like the way they portray themselves yeah to people now i think it's dangerous to be a fan of someone and not like question their actions and be like hmm i don't know how i feel about that yeah i'm thinking about Um, phantom right now and i think lady gaga is actually a really good like represent representation of that because joanne was like the realest version of Stephanie that we got, you but know? It's, it's really interesting because even that, she, and they make a point of it in the documentary, when she's doing press for it, she's wearing the exact same outfit. So she's still a character. Like, she's still yeah. making herself into a character for this album. So mm-hmm. it's like, and they make a point of it. They clip like, oh, you're wearing the same outfit. And it's like, she wants us to know that she's wearing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Lady Gaga is so interesting. I don't know how we got back to this, but oh my god, I just think she's so fascinating. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I want more documentaries about her because I yeah, I love seeing her. I could have oh. a twenty-four hour feed on her, and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> Me too. Wait. Also, I forgot to mention the um. So I'd never seen those like behind-the-scenes clips of her filming American Horror Story, and that character is only on screen for m- maybe like not a long time. It's a very small part, but just like she. I was going to ask you about that, and I forgot. Yeah, it was in uh, Roanoke, which, by the way, I love this season, so I'm sorry. Everyone hates it. This is probably the most hated season, and it's one of my favorites, um, <laughs> just because of the way it's structured. But, um, yeah, she, she wasn't in it a lot, because this was right after Hotel, so I think she still wanted to do an, another part in it. Um, and it was so, in, like, she knew the background for the character. She knew the, and it was just so interesting. I was like, period. She did her homework, even though that none of that is said in the show. But she was oh like, my God. Yeah, we didn't talk about a lot with Lady Gaga. And then also how it starts. Like, this is pre... Like, she went through a Gaga renaissance, I feel like. I feel like yeah. she kind of, like... it. Like, she was, like, literally just having relationships with her fans. And she, like... Yeah. Nobody, like, in the public really like, knew what she was doing. It was just, like, really for her fans. Yeah. Um, but because of A Star is Born... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she gained, like, a whole new audience. Like, yeah. this is, like... Like, yeah, like, American Horror Story is a very niche audience of people, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like most of them are, are, I would probably say, like, a good check of American Horror Story fans or Lady Gaga fans already. So <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. And so it's crazy that they open up this documentary with her being like, yeah, Bradley Cooper wants me to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. That's why there's a bunch of star balloons here. And that's a star is born. And I was like, girl that's it's so yeah it's so interesting watching these so far from when they were made yeah you know she got so the oscar for it and so it's like wait she did right she won the oscar okay she I'm did 100 on that but it guys, feels don't right fact, or fact check us i don't know i don't i don't want to google it right now but um anyways yeah so that was uh, <laughs> that was lady gaga Katy perry um you were just taylor talking swift. about taylor swift yeah yeah, I, it's because like did I they just, talk I, about the Katy Perry beef at all in that one? No, or no, but the, I think they talked about they talked about the Kanye West one a little bit. 
Because that's like the big one, you know? Yeah. That's like the one that's been going on for a while. Yeah. Like her and Katie are fine now. Yeah. They, no, they figured it out. They were in a music video together. I think they're okay. good to go. They sent each other flowers. Um, okay. I, um, let's do The World's a Little Blurry, Billie Eilish. Have you seen this one? No. Okay. I I really, really enjoyed this one. So this one's on Apple TV. This was like one of the first like Apple TV like documentaries, I think, because now they have a bunch. But I remember this. I was like, oh, Apple TV made it. That's interesting. Yeah, they, this was like when Apple TV was first launching. Yeah, like with... I remember um, they were pushing it to, like, get people to subscribe. Yeah, down. like the morning show and that kind of stuff. And it worked because I did the free trial. I was like, I'm going to watch the Billie Eilish documentary. Um, so this is kind of like, again, it's how they kind of, like, made the first album and, like, kind of got famous. And then it leads up to... I think it was also the Coachella performance What is what it's kind of leading up to. But I really... I thought this was so interesting because it puts a lot of um, emphasis on her family and the relationship with the boyfriend she had at the time. And so this was before Happier Than Ever came out, like right before. Like, I think it was, I think a couple months away from coming out. And so I remember watching it and I was like, I can't believe they put in the stuff about her boyfriend because it's like, it does not paint him in a good light at all. It shows like, it shows him as manipulative. Like he's using her, like he's way older than her. Um, he's like mentally abusive. Like it, it, it's like, I'm like, I can't, I mean, obviously they already filmed it. He probably already signed whatever. So they were going to use it. But also, she never says anything. They're just like, this is the footage. You come to your own conclusions. And I was like, period. And so, it's to me, this documentary is very much a prequel to the album Happier Than Ever because it's like all the context you need for that album and um, like what happened to her, the the you know the place she was in with that relationship that was very toxic. Um, and you know, like being that young and getting that famous in that short amount of time, and like, I don't know. She's also like one of those like I'm emo. She's one of those like if you they show her they show her journal Fair interview is like the yearly highlight. Oh, the one they do every year. Yeah, yeah. She's so weird, She's but I, I, I really like that her. For so long. Yeah. Um. That's all that I have to say about that one because. It, it, I don't know. I think it's really good, and I I think seeing her and Phineas's relationship is super interesting because they're like siblings, um, and the relationship they have like when their parents are talking about her, and like how when she got her first car, and they were like, I don't know. I I always love seeing the parents of these celebrities talk. Like in the One Direction one, then they were interviewing all the parents, and they were like, he left one day for X Factor and didn't come back, and I was like, that is That's literally so heartbreaking. That's yeah. the most heartbreaking thing I ever had. I've ever heard. Um, and like all of them said that. Like all of them were almost brought to tears every time they got interviewed. Or like the ones of the moms like in the store trying to buy the like um because it's fucking house. scary. Yeah, I don't know. Um okay, yeah, that was that was because they were the, really young the when they were on X Factor. They look like babies, like they look so tiny. They were babies. Yeah. They straight up were babies. That's crazy. Uh. Um, but speaking of siblings, happiness begins the Jonas brothers. Um <laughs> I, you were a Jonas Brothers stan, were you not? Oh, yeah, that was my, like, first obsession <laughs> ever. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, okay. Naked Brothers Band was, bef- no, it was the same time. Naked Brothers Band they, and very, Jonas yeah. Brothers. Yeah. They're kind of coincide a little bit. Um, I really enjoyed this documentary because I love the Jonas Brothers, oh, but yeah. I didn't know. They, I think, okay, so happiness, be or yeah, happiness begins, chasing happiness. 
No, they have two. They have two out already, right? They have like three. Or is it their fucking album? I can't even. I can't. Happiness begins in the album. Chasing happiness is the documentary. Hold on. Chasing happiness. Yeah, that's the doc. That's the name of the documentary. Okay. Yeah, chasing happiness. So this is like to the one of the first. I think this is the first mark of their now comeback. Yeah. You know. So were you? Did you think that we were ever going to get this? Yeah. I did not. Listen. Okay. Okay. So I think they just because it's like it's family. It's not like One That's Direction. One Direction, they're literally strangers. But they family. could they could have like um, sort of solved their issues, but they didn't have to get the band back together. You know, the siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they could have been like but let's heal our relationship. They did it because they all knew like I don't know like it's just like they all had like their solo endeavors, but it wasn't the same magic as when they were like together as brothers like dnc we all know i love it go listen to the fucking batman episode i talk all about that fucking song that they have for the lego batman soundtrack yeah. like, i was a fucking stan and like i also like nick jonas's solo stuff but i just don't think they got as popular as they thought they were going to solo and I mean, it's like and yeah. i think once, wait once they started <laughs> like figured out their like familial beef like they were like, well, why not? Like we love, like they did, they genuinely do, like to a certain extent, like love making music together. It, yeah, it seems like it. So I, once the like awkward tension kind of went away, because they were on hiatus for a long, like ten time. years. Yeah, yeah. So they did a lot of growth. Like think about like you. What is it? like when I'm 13? That's a whole different person. I can only imagine yeah. when I'm like in 10 years from now. Like, yeah. so a lot changes, and I feel like it's like kind of like why not? Like we can have a second win, and it's like we can do it like better, yeah. and like end on a happy note rather than like keep this sad ending that they had. Like, yeah, in the- that's true. Um, oh God, I love them. I will I say them. though, here I am watching this little documentary. And we, not everyone, Kevin is like not the most popular one. We all know that. And there's a part where Kevin's talking about his childhood and he's like, yeah, like, oh, like we were, we didn't have that much money. So like I dressed kind of badly. Um, and they would call me like slurs. They would, and then he fully says the F slur with his whole chest. And I was like, Kevin. What year did this come out? 2020. No way it came out in 2020. Yes, 2020. I promise you 2020. And I was like, I know you didn't just say that with your full chest, like with your full chest, Kevin. There's, I like, oh, 2019, 2019. Okay. But still. The, the math is not mathing. 2019? <laughs> like the, no, were, no, I'm, I'm not excusing that he's at the F word. I was just like wondering when. No, yeah, yeah. But also like, isn't. Also, this movie was rated was it- R. Also, wasn't like there some of the beef I talked about was because of Kevin different views than them? Have they they talked about that? Oh, I don't know. Well, they talked about how like they performed once without Kevin, and he was like, "That's my last straw." It's just so funny to me. Imagine like, Kevin you... Jonas mad. Not intimidating. <laughs> Does not scare me. They were my first concert back from the pandemic. And it was really a full circle moment for me. Oh, me. I never, I never saw them because I didn't know what concerts were. Dead ass. But oh, right. Wait, you watched them recently, like with the one with Vita. Is that one you watched? Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay, period. I saw them when they did the happiness. Be- this was like one of my first concerts. Like the new one, the new, the reboot, the Jonas Brothers reboot. Because my first concert was Charlie Puth, and then my second one was Jonas Brothers in 2019. Did we go to the same concert? No, no, no. This was in 2019. Did you go to that one? Dude, I, I don't listen to their new music, so I don't. No, it was this last year. It was in, yeah, no, no. It was, yeah, the it was last year. To, I didn't go to this, this one. I went to the one they did right when the album was about, like, just came out. And, like, this documentary just came out. Oh. I didn't even know. <laughs> did nothing. Um, I just went so I could hear the old songs. It's so fun. Their show is really fun. Their show is so fun. And also, Joe Jonas is so fucking hot. So fucking hot. Dude, because, <laughs> okay. okay, so at the concert that we went to, and, and like, this whole thing, like, he, he when, the way he performs, and, like, I noticed this, like, back like the concert movie not even like the documentary like the concert 3d movie like he does have like mannerisms similar to freddie mercury so basically like in this last tour like the like he had like this tank top on and like his arm delicious i don't know it really woo. and like he like he also like out sang nick on jealous and i just <gasps> oh but, what yeah they say i loved when they say and like, he's funny Cake by the ocean and when he talked about in the documentary how he like he was like i didn't even want to be a musician i wanted to be a comedian <laughs> do you remember him saying that yeah i do remember him saying that and also nick wanting to be like a tony like on broadway did not know that i didn't even know he was on broadway yeah yeah Crazy. he was on broadway good for multiple him. times i believe good yeah for him. i want nick jonas to, i want to see nick jonas get a tony in my lifetime i think that would just be really fun for me and nobody else <laughs> not for nick just for you um it could happen it could um all right i want to do the charlie xcx one before we get to driving home to you because that's like the reason we kind of did this one um but so i watched the i, I was trying to find one more to watch because i was watching i watched the majority of these yesterday because they're like an hour 20 like you can knock them out while you're doing laundry so i was like watching them and i was having so much fun and then i saw an extra max they had one it was called charlie xcx alone together and i i saw yeah oh hulu hulu um and i saw that oh yeah you're right because it had ads um it was also at south by southwest but like there was like a i don't know i just didn't get tickets that one because everyone wanted to go to that one and i so i was like okay i'm just not gonna go to this one and i also don't really know that much about charlie xcx but then i was listening to her new album and i was like oh period Oh my I god. Her. her new album is good. The album for that was fucking great. Like Charlie XX is so good. She's so good. And so I was like, let me watch this. I had no idea what it's about. But basically, it's it, this one's the most I other than the Olivia Rodrigo one, it's the most recent one because it's about the album she made in quarantine. And it was just so interesting because it she made her fans a part of the documentary. And I also think this one showed fandom that like in a way that was healthy. Like the way where it's like these people made genuine connections with each other, and yeah, they like I almost said Charlie Puth. Oh my god, guys, it's so late. Um, it's only ten thirty, but I feel so frazzled. Um, just how they have this common ground, and that's how they make friends because of it. And like, I don't know. I just thought it was a really interesting way to portray yeah, it, and also true. especially, I made what? so many friends through fandoms. 
Like he, yeah, I still follow to this day and talk to. Like there's this girl that she comes to Lucky Stars too, and like we met each other through like fandom. Period. I think it's cool. I think it's. I think yeah. that's like the cool part about it. Not the scary parts where we're all mm-hmm. yelling at each other on Twitter. I think it's the parts where it's like, I met this friend because we both went to the same One Direction concert like 20 years ago. Or 20, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Um, And so, I don't know. The Charlie X6 one was cool because it was like also during quarantine. And so, um, just I hadn't really seen a documentary that took place during this time yet. And it was like so fresh. And so, I was like, oh, I forgot that like. I don't know. It was just super interesting. And also, the songwriting process was also really interesting in this one and how they had to yeah, do it. Yeah, especially because, like, hyper pop, like, her music is like a different type of construction because it's hyper Yeah. It's, her music is so interesting. So interesting. I'm like, okay. Vroom, vroom, Come bitch. God damn, that's a good song. Period. Um, but yeah, I just enjoyed that one a lot. I think. It, it's a fun little time capsule because it's like during quarantine. It's this specific album. Um, you, I don't know. It's just so cool. I hope. I think Charlie XCX will get more popular. I think so. Because think she so. deserves it. I want to go to her show here next week, but the tickets are kind of expensive right now, and I'm like, okay, let me let me wait till like the day before and see if they go down because I know they were thirty four dollars. Anyways, um, okay. <laughs> the last one we have is Olivia Rodrigo "Home to You," and I guess kind of that the ones that go along with this i feel like disney plus is doing like artists a little music specials because we also got billy eilish happier than ever and then the long pond sessions with taylor swift i think was it those three i feel like there was another mm-hmm. one maybe um how do you feel about these like because i feel like a, a lot of these are like documentaries about you know the songwriting process but this is more of a concert movie or like a live performance movie because it was less documentary and more this is an uh an explanation of my album and like does that make sense yeah well she hasn't had much time to like do anything else other than do that and i I think i appreciated like they told the story about how the song came to be i think that's the only way they could have done this that's true yeah because it's like you've already seen like the disney channel pop release but like i i feel like olivia rodrigo definitely probably struggled as a child actor she kind of talked about in her interview with drew barrymore recently Like, talking about, like, how... And also, in no, she talked about it in the documentary, how, like, when you're a child star, like, everybody's just so amazed that you can do it, and it just, like, makes you second-guess everything. Like, nothing yeah. you do is good because people, like, saying that I'm good when it's, like, it doesn't feel like that. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever she was saying. And, um... But she hasn't, like, had, like, a big blowout, like, you know, Demi and, like, That's well, true, Justin yeah. and, you know... So yeah. it, it was a very pure um, little documentary. Pure. I really liked it. Very pure. I, I think she like it's just like she just makes me happy. Like I just I just want her to be protected because she yeah. she she is like chin of like these Disney Channel stars. Yeah, going to like actual like stardom and like. I I I'm hope I think it I mean she seems fine I don't know but she's also only what 19 or something yeah thing she's super young I don't even know how old she is I think she's 19 yeah she's, she's baby. Ju- yeah. um she baby. and I do think more people are aware of like how badly child stars have been affected and so I I I'm hoping and she's she's so intelligent by the way yeah. Have you watched her interviews? 
she, she's just she's so deeply she's, intelligent. Yeah. So like, I just think, you know, I'm happy for her <laughs> that she's yeah. like fine. You know, like she just has like normal people struggles, but she's like talented and like period. And she's so young. Like, I think what made that album so just it was pure. Everyone loved it. It was pure, but not only that, it was like we've all been in like we like in that era where you're like, I'm gonna die right now because this person doesn't like me or something like that. And just how intense and deep everything feels when you're a teenager. So everyone was like, period. I relate to this. Yeah. So I think that's why it did so well. How she was saying in the documentary, like how she likes to write her songs as like pictures kind of and like yeah. being very detailed. I think that's why her her and Taylor Swift music resonates with so many people is because it's like it's it's specific moments that you can point out and like literally feel. Yeah. And I think that's why people like go crazy bananas for like their songs because yeah. it is like super specific. Like you can put yourself in that shoe. Yeah. Even if you haven't directly experienced that moment, like you understand, you know. Yeah, like I how people kind of, write country and music and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Period. I was gonna add to that, but no, I actually like how you finished that. Um, okay, who would you like to see that we haven't discussed yet, or maybe like an updated one? So Daniel stole my question. Oh really? I was gonna ask that. Okay, go ahead. I, I told you that I was You're gonna right, ask you, you did. that. You, you did. Stole okay. it for me from the top. Um, besides Dua Lipa, because, okay, this is what I'm using for Dua Lipa. So, you know how, like, she had, like, a billion ads during her concert and <sighs> and before her concert, which, like, fucking get in your bag, bitch. Like, all power to you. But I feel like I was talking to somebody, I was listening to somebody talk about her. And it's, like, she should be, like, an it girl. Like, she should be an it girl. But, like, there's something that, like, isn't resonating with people to make her an it girl. Because, like, it girl is, like, you want their life. And it's, like, yeah, she's yeah. incredibly beautiful. But we don't know too much about her personal life at all. I don't all. know anything about her. Yeah. I, know I just know she's her. extremely beautiful and writes bops. That's it, yeah. That's pretty much it. And she dated Anwar Hadid for a long time. Oh, yeah. And the guy from Laney or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all I know about her, but I don't really know anything about her personally. And I think if they're really trying to sell her as a pop, the pop star of the moment, like I think you do kind of need to docu series or like a documentary about you. Um, and I think it could, I don't know. I think it could just make her more relatable, you know, like kind of how Katy Perry did, I guess. Katy yeah. Perry's documentary did. Um, and then Period. also, Kesha. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I think they're working I'm, on something with Kesha now that I'm thinking about it. They have to, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we're getting a... Oh, wait, never mind. That's Britney Spears. I, was, I thought I was going to say we're getting a book, but we're getting a book from Britney Spears. Yeah. So that's what's fun. Something to look forward to. Um, what about you? I would love to watch both of those. I think I would go with Megan the Stallion because just seeing how, like... Ooh. Like... I don't know. I mean, they would have had to have filmed it already, and I don't think they did. But, like, seeing, like, how she finished her degree and, like, she got so famous so quickly. And, like, not only that, but she's, like, a black female artist. That's so admirable. She was at the Grammys, like, so quickly. Like, I don't know. I, I want to know more about her. And I feel like she's – I feel like she would be People didn't to... give her respect in the industry, I feel like, as they much didn't. as she deserved. I, I like still don't... don't think they do. Yeah. No, they. I don't think they do. Especially because, like yeah. – <sighs> Oh, never mind. It just happened in her career, and I feel like she's 
been famous for maybe like two or three years. Yeah. Like, also, like star, oh, star, star. Also Lizzo. I love Lizzo. I want to know everything oh, about Lizzo. I feel like that definitely has to come. Well, she did a like, she did a like a contest right now. It just came out. Yeah, it's called like yeah. Big Girls or something. Um, yeah, for her backup dancers. I love Lizzo so much. So Lizzo, I want Lizzo to have a podcast. I would listen to her talk about anything. Who else? Oh, did you watch? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just I was saying literally anything, literally anything, <laughs> literally anything about Lizzo. <laughs> did you see the Dominic? There's okay. It's a, it's not a documentary. It's like an episode of um. I think it's an episode of Vice, maybe, on Hulu. The Dominic Fike. It's like one hour documentary. Yes. That one is so interesting. He is so interesting. They could do a longer one, maybe like later, like down the road when he's like after Euphoria and all that. Um, because I, like he went to prison. Because he has a like, genuinely very interesting upbringing. Yes, yes. And I the dog the little one kind of touched on it, but I was I want to know more. I don't know more. Maybe down the line. I don't know. Well, because I think time. when that documentary was coming out, it was like fresh slash she was still kind of going through it. Because yeah. he is young. Yeah. So. Super. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Any other ones? I was like looking at my Spotify right now and I was like, who would I you watch? You know, some, another docu-series that was really interesting and yeah. really now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of like interesting to look back because they're canceled, I guess. Um, Brockhampton. I didn't Brockhampton had a Vice series, and it it was just so interesting. It was called American Idiot, um, and like I only bring it up because like I was obsessed with Brockhampton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they took up a lot of years of my life. You know, you were there for them. Yeah, I was. It was a that was a genuine personality trait. I it was like. So I feel like every day I had something to say. About, you did. about you them. did and i was like i'm gonna give it a listen because like i'm hearing about this every day and i wanted to relate so bad I got, and i literally could not no i couldn't get i got a lot of people why. into them though like i probably were, got like a small army into brockhampton yeah. you were literally the social yeah. media manager their their story is really interesting because it really was word of mouth how they got extremely popular yeah. hmm. god i I feel like Kevin Abstract would come out with a documentary about it after the fact. Probably. Because they're having their last performance ever at Coachella this year. Like, ever. Oh my god, Doja Cat also. Yeah. That's it. Period. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Let us know your favorite. I feel like people will have a lot of thoughts about this. The stands are here. The stands are here. Yeah. Um, I would love to know other people's thoughts on documentaries. Um, especially, like, growing up and like going back and rewatching them i'm sure it's very interesting for like one sorry directioners drop the one um and i don't know let us know i don't think anything i can get with one direction at this point to be honest period and separately or together anything (laughs) anything of them being genuinely honest about what happened period that would oh my god the did and i do think we're probably gonna get it at some point somehow in some who do you think is gonna be the first one to crack liam liam's gonna do it tomorrow probably niall would do it on accident now we'll do an accident um i i think with enough persuasion uh louie and harry could be involved not yet i don't think anytime soon but down the line i could definitely see louie and harry talking about it Zane, we're never getting. You know, we're gonna get like a biopic about One Direction at some point. 
A hundred percent. Like a Rocket Man. We're going to take our kids to see that movie. We're going to drag them to see that movie. I'm like cringing already thinking about it, but yeah, I'm going to see it a hundred percent. All the kids. It's like what, like what, um, Bohemian Rhapsody did where we were all all obsessed with Queen for like a little (laughs) That's going to, the next generation is going to have that, but with One Direction. They're going to be like, I wish they were still together. And like, also do we right now. (laughs) Anyways. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, oh, happy 50th episode, by the way. That's crazy. I saw that on the story and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I literally was hyping it out. And I was it. like, oh, wait, 50th. Yeah. We'll talk more when we get to 100. <laughs> That's like the big one. That's another two years, maybe. <sighs> Year right. and a half. I yeah. feel like podcast episodes move very quickly. Yes, like scarily. Scarily. Anyways, Anyways. Um, thank you all for listening. Follow us on our Instagram at r.hollywood. Um, Letterbox at our Hollywood. YouTube at our Hollywood. Um, did I say everything? I think that's everything. Um, rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, leave us a review. Bully that's- TikTok into giving me my account back. Oh, yeah. Everyone go bully TikTok. <laughs> Kim wants her TikTok back. Um, yeah. all right, bye guys. Have a good oh, I was gonna say have a good night, but I don't know what you're listening to right now. All right, bye. <laughs>